1990, the internet as we know it was created. An invention of infinite possibilities and unknown potential. There are now over 2 billion websites currently in existence. A wealth of information, functionality, and social media. However, if you dig deeper, there lies more beneath the surface. The strange, bizarre, and dark corners of the net. Welcome to the Weird Wide Web. Welcome back to the Weird Wide Web. We're back. I'm Yale. And joined by Niall again, Thank as you. always. Back in the seat. Looking into weird internet things. This one's a fun one. Who's who's your top superhero? You Ooh, a superhero guy? Well, I'm a big superhero guy. Yeah? Um, top superhero. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. I have to say... Not Snake Man. You gotta take Snake Man out of the running, because that's an easy win. We know this. Um, my favorite superhero. Put me on the spot. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be Turbo Man. Turbo Man? Yeah. It's Turbo Time! I'm not familiar with Turbo Man. He's from Jingle All the Way, the Arnold Schwarzenegger 90s Christmas movie. Just watched it the other day. Fresh in the mind. It's turbo time. Was he like the toy that everybody wants? Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. So a real deep cut on the superhero. Yeah. I think a good one, though. Uh, very good. He's got a jetpack. It actually works. <laughs> He's got a boomerang. How fast does his jetpack go? It's fucking fast, dude. <laughs> like turbo speed? Turbo. <laughs> good one. <laughs> Well, that's exciting because we're talking superheroes, Woo! but we're not talking about the colorful comic book type. Talking real ones? Real <gasps> motherfucking superheroes. Dude, I actually, I had a time where I, wa- I formed a vigilante group in high school. Did you? It was called V3. <laughs> and uh, so sh- I'm not laughing at your uh, superhero group. Keep going. <laughs> Shut up. V3. V3. What does it stand for? Uh, I think there were three of us. And we were all virgins. (laughs) 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 What did you you protect the streets from indecency? (laughs) So we actually... um... Don't you tempt me, woman! (laughs) What are you wearing? I'll just say you didn't have to name yourself V3 for people to know you're all three virgins. What? Three three high school kids running around the neighborhood didn't give it away? Did you guys have costumes? No. I wanted them. Oh. <laughs> we didn't get there, all right? We weren't uh-huh. good. Uh, but one day we actually like, I don't know why, this was a legit thing. Uh, and we were like walking around the neighborhood patrolling. Mm-hmm. Um, basically just like hiding in, in trees and shit, looking out and seeing... And I shit you not, like... You're peeping. Yeah, but we ended up... We saw, like, cars pull up to this one house. Uh-huh. And we are just like, oh, maybe this is something. And then, obviously, it's just, like, cars. And we, like, left. And then we found out the next day that those cars that actually pulled up to that house jumped the kid. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, like, a true vigilante, you didn't do anything. You found out about it there. the other day. Yeah, you I, were there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy. I was like, holy shit, we, like... We're actually at the right place. Yeah. The intuition was there. Is that right? And then I think we gave up. Yeah. 
Because we started having so much sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, every origin story, Batman, Superman, The Flash, Captain America, they all keep their superpowers because they're still virgins. Yeah. They don't bang. Because if they bang, then you lose your superpowers and you become Batman. Exactly. He doesn't have any superpowers because dude fucks. He's just rich. He's, He's just rich. rich. He fucks. Yeah. Which brings us to Phoenix Jones. Ooh, strong the, name. The real life superhero. You've ever heard of this guy before? Is this brand new to you? This is brand new. He sounds like a like a cable news person. Phoenix Jones on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's a strong name for sure. I also found out uh there's way more like real life superheroes in our world. They're not and I guess I shouldn't be surprised because they're not really doing much. No, yeah. They're feeding the homeless, like good things. Oh, they're doing nice. good things, but nobody really So they're volunteers. It, yes. <laughs> yes. They're volunteers that dress up. Oh, so that that's something. Phoenix Jones is another breed, though. This is a real-life sur- superhero. This guy, he's gone through a lot, lot and we're, uh, we're going to go through that legendary timeline of Phoenix Jones. Let's do it. A biting cold breeze cuts through the downtown Seattle night as Ben Fodor walks his son back to their car. The night, so far, has been remarkably uneventful for the two. Their vehicle comes into view as they round the corner. An uninvited uneasiness suddenly begins to crawl its way into his gut. The loud crunch of broken glass underneath rubber soles halts Ben in his track. Without a moment to react, his son trips, catching himself on the shattered glass remnants of Ben's driver's side window. Blood pools in his son's hands. Ben is frozen. He scans the scattered remains of his car window and spots a single black ski mask abandoned by the unknown criminals. At this moment, something begins to awaken in Ben. A wave of change. Yet, these thoughts only momentarily freeze him before snapping out of it and rushing to attend to his son's wounds. Ben grips the ski mask tight as he waits for his son to be treated in the emergency room. This night would change the trajectory of Ben Fodor's life forever. Oh, shit. Born in Texas in 1988, Ben Fodor spent most of his early childhood moving from orphanage to orphanage. He would finally land with a permanent family in Seattle. However, he would soon cultivate a strong bond with his new brother, Carlos. The two had a great interest in fighting and started training in various martial arts. This early interest soon blossomed into a fighting career for the two brothers. Although Carlos, Ben's brother, pursued a successful career in UFC with Strikeforce, Ben went down the MMA route. Fodor started his amateur MMA career boasting an impressive 15-2 win record. However, he quickly transitioned his impressive amateur record into a professional career. He joined the Cage Warrior Combat promotion based on his location in Washington State. 
Fodor amassed an impressive seven wins out of 11 fights through his brief professional career. However, deep down, Ben knew that he needed to use his talents for a much greater purpose. Damn, so he fight fight. He fight fights. Dude is jacked. Shit. Shortly after the incident with his son and the broken window, Ben would experience a second event that would propel him into the legend we know him as today. A radioactive spider. <laughs> a man spider. <laughs> ben witnessed a close friend of his assaulted outside of a bar, and not a single person stepped in to help. With that, he knew he needed to change things in the world. Take this problem head on. Ben headed home, grabbed the black ski mask he had kept from the broken window night, and donned the persona Phoenix Jones. Ben explains that Phoenix represented his rebirth of peace in Seattle, and Jones, being the most common last name in the U.S., represented the everyman in the world. Uh, of course. So, with costume, mask, and persona selected, Fodor descended on the nighttime crime of Seattle. Is there a lot of crime in Seattle? Yeah. I thought that was Portland. No, there's crime in Seattle, too. What? Someone stole my dark roast. Oh, we'll get into some of the crime. Oh. But I thought it was pretty crazy that he kept that ski mask from that night. Yeah, that, that's like actual origin that's story. That's actual origin story shit. And that was his first mask Damn. to crime fight. That's pretty cool. Thrusting himself so abruptly into the role of masked hero was undoubtedly a significant learning curve for the newly named Phoenix. He recalls that he could not locate any crime among the first few patrols he went on. He spent his early days observing from rooftops of houses, though he learned that even when he did find a slight hint of crime occurring, it took him so long to descend from the roof <laughs> that he was virtually useless. <laughs> so he's literally hey. just running around brooding on, on <laughs> rooftops and going, Hey, stop that! And then crawl down and get there and they're gone they're, wait, everybody's wait, wait, gone what the heck he needed to step back reassess and hit the streets harder with a more calculated approach this readjustment saw him losing the black ski mask and assembling a skin tight and bulletproof rubber suit that set him back ten thousand dollars jesus christ yeah so he bought like a rubber suit and then had it fitted underneath it with a br bulletproof vest Beginning the patrol of his beloved city, Jones would see his first bit of success in January 2011. A man identified as Dan was coming back to his car late one night when he eyed a man trying to break in. Dan froze, but Phoenix flew, or ran swiftly, and chased away the would-be car thief before, he either, before either could react. This act not only gained thanks from Dan, but earned Jones a slot on the local CBS news station, cementing Jones's position as the official vigilante superhero of Seattle. Capitalizing on this newfound fame, Jones enlisted the help of several friends to follow him around and film. He also strapped a GoPro camera to himself. Only a few days later, Jones would find himself in the limelight again, this time followed by ABC News. This segment featured Phoenix preventing an intoxicated man from getting in his car and driving away. Jones used this calm technique of threatening the man with his trademark stun baton 
exemplifying Phoenix's unique approach to vigilante servitude. Another stark example of Jones' method occurred when he stopped a man from his attempted bus theft. The perpetrator was doused in a highly potent pepper spray by Jones. The hijacker was able to flee, though he was covered in a bright orange dye thanks to the pepper spray. He was trying to steal the bus? Trying to steal a bus. thought he was like stealing bus fare. No, like, the, a ticket and the he's like, actual bus. Damn. <laughs> yeah, just trying to yeah. get a free ride and he pepper sprays yeah. the fuck out of him. No, he was trying to steal the whole bus. Jesus. Jones and his team were slowly gaining momentum when suddenly tragedy would strike and set unrest amongst the group. It was midnight on the 22nd of April, 2012, when Nicole Westbrook and her boyfriend were walking home from a comedy club. Suddenly, multiple gunshots pierced the quiet hum of the Seattle night. Jones and his crew heard the shots and rushed towards the scene immediately. Jones spotted a hooded figure with a gray backpack and, assuming him to be the shooter, took chase. Phoenix chased the man for several blocks until the authorities eventually detained him. Nicole had sustained a shot through the cheek, which had shattered her spine. Nicole was rushed to the emergency room, but tragically passed away that night in the hospital. Phoenix Jones claims that this was the most devastating moment in his career. He recalls sitting on the sidewalk as the fire truck washed away the blood from the street and people soon filling the streaks on their way to work. Either unaware or ignoring the events that had just occurred only hours ago, after reviewing the footage from around the area, it was revealed to have been a drive-by shooting, though, unfortunately, the case of Nicole Westbrook is still unsolved to this day. Damn. Yeah. It's, like, legitimately some fucking comic book shit. Yeah, this is, like, a fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, he also, in his early days of crime fighting, would go into a secret room in a comic book shop to change it to his uh, superhero suit. That's pretty awesome. There's, like, footage of this... You know, big bookcase swinging out of the back of a comic shop and him coming out. Oh my god. Not even a week later, Phoenix Jones would find himself in a challenging public situation. During the May Day protests in downtown Seattle, bloggers and news outlets latched onto videos of Phoenix and a few other masked heroes pepper-spraying protesters. As a result, the public began to sour on the aggressive methods of Jones and his friends. However, Jones denied the claims on his Twitter and explained his actions further on the Bob Rivers show. Jones explained that the superhero group was doing an undercover sting operation amongst the protesters. While undercover, Phoenix learned of a plot to bomb the city courthouse. Only then did Phoenix and his crew take action in subduing the supposed bombers. They claimed self-defense for their efforts, protecting the city property as the protesters hurled rocks and bottles through their windows. Yeah, he, he, um, he legitimately stopped a uh, bombing of a courthouse. They were all kind of masked. He sa- says undercover, but they were all like masked, and the protesters just thought they were part of them and like explained this plot. So they went down to the courthouse, and they, they're like smashing windows and stuff like that. And they see uh, a backpack get thrown into the courthouse. Jesus. And he rushes in, grabbed it out. There's a pipe bomb in it. Damn. Yeah. This guy's a fucking hero. And before, before they did that, they went up to the cops first. And they were like, hey, we, like, they were, we were told this. And the cops ignored it. Damn. Yeah. Phoenix Jones. Phoenix motherfucking Jones. The crew 
Jones mentioned, was a new superhero alliance he had founded recently, calling themselves the Rain City Superhero Movement. Phoenix had assembled masked heroes according to his requirements. Jones had rigorous standards he held his heroes to and largely dismissed other heroes worldwide. Jones is quoted as saying, I don't call them real-life superheroes. I call them real-life sandwich handlers. A statement Jones gave while being treated for a stab wound in the hospital. Oh my god. The qualifications a new member had to meet were surmountable, and they had to meet these before they were even given a superhero name or costume. So, if you want to reignite V3, here are the things you need to do to earn that name. Not get laid. Not get laid. Number one. First, Jones required his members to have military or martial arts training in their past. He also analyzed each member's resumes that were submitted to see if their intentions were good or if they were merely seeking out, like, violent outcomes. Got it. So good cover letter. Good cover letter. Yeah, good CV, as the Brits say. (laughs) Jolly good. Um, I I would fucking kill myself. Um... (laughs) If the new member did pass Phoenix's assessment, they then went into a probationary period. During this period, Jones required them to complete 15 patrols, stop one violent crime, assist in one medical situation, run the GoPro once, run the live stream once, and fill out multiple patrol write-ups on the collective's blog. Damn. Wait, so there's a live stream? Yeah, they live. They would live stream stuff. It's like they cops, would, pretty much. They you can still look it up on his YouTube channel. You can just watch his um his patrols. That's awesome. And then for the write ups on their blog, they like would literally catalog everything that happened night as like yeah. evidence. Only then could you uh, earn a spot patrolling alongside Phoenix Jones. Rain City Superhero Movement ended up including 15 superheroes to patrol the Seattle area. Members included Thorn, Prodigy, Gemini, Catastrophe, Thunder 88, Green Reaper, Buster Doe, No Name, Red Dragon, Midnight Jack, Karma, Penelope, and Skyman. What? El Caballero. His right-hand man also joined Phoenix, as well as Purple Rain, the team's head logistics member and wife to Phoenix Jones. What? He married Jimi Hendrix? Uh, yes. Nice. Yeah. That's, Jimi Hendrix is fighting crime in Seattle right now. I knew it. <laughs> when the police force was asked about their effectiveness... They simply commented that they preferred anyone not officially sworn into the police force to put themselves in danger. (laughs) The group would patrol together following Phoenix's confrontational yet controlled methodology. They were posting patrols regularly, and the public opinion was slowly rising in favor of this new Seattle Justice League. And, as all superhero teams need, they would gain their first supervillain. Rex Velvet. Rex Velvet? Yeah. And I'm going to show you Rex Velvet's intro video. Oh, fuck yeah. I need to go to Seattle. Yeah. Seattle's fucking wild. Hello and welcome. 
Protected not by our once respected police force, but by a tormented, delusional freak in a mask. How did this happen? When I see that our boys in blue are being replaced by a hobo snitch in a mask, gallivanting around with a slew of nerds in tights, I have to wonder what direction is our fair city heading in? City superhero movement must disintegrate. For far too long we've watched as our nation buys into its childish charade and it's run its course. It's time to get real, Jones. The community would be better off without you. You're doing more harm than good, and I'm willing to bet that a sensible, sane majority would agree with me. You're a nuisance, a problem child, a snitch, a fake. You must be stopped once and for all. You won't find me hiding my identity, Jones. My name is Rex Velvet. The people's villain, if you will. Before you jump to conclusions, let me tell you that I'm a fair negotiator and businessman. But I will not back down from you, Jones. Until this city is rid of you. Phoenix Jones, you have met your match. <laughs> Bollocks. Well, I didn't see that coming. Rolling on dubs. Jesus. Rex Velvet. He's awesome. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> He is there. He's cool. He's, man, is he a cool man. Cool guy. Cool guy. Rex Velvet was created and portrayed by filmmaker Ryan Corey. He made videos and social media posts attempting to draw Jones into a rivalry reminiscent of the comic books they were emulating. Velvet found himself with a one-sided competition as Jones was unresponsive to the villain's prodding. He did turn the character into a decently successful web series based around the two personalities. Many other would-be villains soon followed Rex's character. Jones continued to ignore the lot of them. When asked about the villainous characters, Phoenix Jones stated that he doesn't engage with evil, real or fake. Phoenix Jones was not a character to Ben Fodor. Yeah, basically, it... it you know, this guy was like trying to make entertainment, and yeah, Phoenix Jones is like, This is not a fucking joke to yeah. me. Like, I take this shit seriously. Jesus. It's like, <laughs> fuck off. I'll fuck you up. He like, Jones would do interviews, and like, it, this guy Rex would call in and stuff like that. And he would just like, I'm that's fine. You guys can talk. I'm not going to talk to him. Damn. Serious. Yeah. No fucking around. 
2013 saw Jones and his collection of heroes entering their veritable golden age of crime fighting at Seattle. Their public image had risen tenfold. Fan art was created, pictures were taken, blogs were started, and the collective enthusiasm for Jones and his crew increased. Phoenix even experienced a stronger bond between himself and the local police force. Thanks to all the filming, the... See, I've gone with... Uh, Seavengers. Seavengers? Seavengers. Nice. As in the Seattle Avengers. Oh, got it. The, the Seavengers. Avengers. Because their acronym just isn't good. Yeah. Rain City Superhero Movement. Yeah, that's a lot. Rixum. 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 Thanks to all their patrols, they provided a substantial amount of evidence that led to multiple arrests. The success also led to Jones taking his idea of a superhero collective to a broader scope. Phoenix Jones released his concept of The Alliance, a superhero registry to encompass the greater United States. He released a video explaining the concept and, and idea behind its creation. Jones stated that he created The Alliance to bring all superheroes under one single code or set of principles noting that the government doesn't like the idea of hundreds of masked members going around unchecked, even if their intentions were pure. Though, as with his Rain City Collective, joining requirements were lofty. Jones had, created an online Jones had also created an online database for stolen callers in the local Seattle area. Phoenix and the superhero movement was trending upwards. Unfortunately, their decline and eventual downfall was right around the corner. Oh, shit. Phoenix Jones's rise to the spotlight was not without stumble. As one would assume, many complications would arise with taking on the role of vigilante superhero. Like yeah. the characters of... <laughs> Fucking tell me about it. I, yeah, I know. You miss one crime and it all goes down the drain. Yeah. Been there, Phoenix. <laughs> like the characters of the comics he was emulating, Phoenix came up against his fair share of public issues. Over his many years of crime fighting, he dealt with many arrests and public distrust. In early 2011, Jones rushed into what he assumed to be a drunken brawl. He raced into the group and began attempting to defuse the situation. To his surprise, the group turned on him, they were yelling at the crazed man in a superhero suit, disrupting their dance party. The group, the group eventually started launching shoes at Jones. Jones then made the unfortunate decision of employing his pepper spray against the hostile partiers, a move that would serve as Jones's first crime-fighting arrest. He spent seven hours in jail before posting the $3,800 bail. Jones, Jones was fortunate no charges were brought against him, and the case was dropped later in the month. After appearing in court, Jones would make a major reveal to reporters. There's been a few things that have happened to me in the past, but I don't think it's really about that. I think uh, I have to look towards the future and see what I can do to help the city. Uh, there were no charges filed, so I, continue, I will continue to patrol. I'm going to be out there with my team probably tonight. I'm inviting the city to join me for patrols at Saturday at 10 o'clock. I'm uh, going to be starting my patrol on First and Pike. You can uh, meet me there, and anyone's welcome to patrol with me. We'll be on patrol for a few hours. Um, at this point, 
in light of a few things that have happened, there's a, there's a few things that I would personally like to do. Um, I'm Phoenix Jones. I'm also Ben Fodor. Uh, I also protect the city. I also am a father. I also am a brother. You know, I'm just like uh, everyone else. The only difference is that um, I decided to make a difference and stop crime in my neighborhood and my area. I intend to keep making that difference. Um, the charges were false. Uh, the video shows that. The court hearing shows that. You know, I'm going to do what I've always done. I'm on the streets. And if anyone wants to join me or help me out, send me a message. Find me on Facebook. The reveal. The reveal. There's a lot of hair I was not expecting. There's a, yeah, yeah. So when he first started his fighting career, he was fighting under the name Flat Top. Damn. There was a lot of hair under that. I didn't expect, like, because it's, it, it's a tight mask. It's a super tight mask. And that hair, like, dude, props. <laughs> Shit popped right up. <laughs> yeah. Sturdy. Yeah. Sturdy. It's, it's, it's superpower, really. Yeah. Um, so with that reveal, uh, some unfortunate things happened. He was fired from his day job. Oh. I believe he worked at a special needs children's facility. Oh, so he's just like an all around good guy. He's just an all around good fucking guy. Um, they also confiscated his, uh, super suit and, uh, bulletproof vest and stuff like that. He had another one so he could still patrol. Uh, but yeah, so that was kind of an unfortunate early stumble. But thankfully, thankfully, because a lot of people, a lot of people gave him flack for recording everything. They were like, oh, you're just doing this for the notoriety for like, you know, to be in the limelight and stuff like that. But one, it just fucking saved his ass because he was able to replay the fight and saw that the people like turned on him yeah. and he wasn't act like he didn't go there to assault. Yeah. Um, also, then in their golden age, he they legitimately would like stop something, see something, and go right to the cops and just be like, "This guy punched that guy. We have video footage. We'll send it to you." So they like ended up doing a lot of good, mainly just because like they stopped a lot, but mainly just because they're recording everything. Damn, man. Phoenix found himself in hot water again, though not with the law this time, but with the public eye. In November of 2012, during one of the group's routine patrols, Phoenix stumbled upon a person punching a car window and screaming obscenities. Jones initially tried to defuse the situation, to no avail. Jones and his group contacted authorities and, upon their arrival, stepped back to allow them to do their job. The aggressor then targeted Jones with a barrage of racially charged insults. The man then began getting very aggressive towards Jones. At this point, Jones offered the man <laughs> a challenge of mutual combat, a legally binding challenge in Seattle and many other areas in the U.S. It's like a duel? Yeah, straight up like a duel. Damn. So under the supervision of the police and a firm handshake with the man... Jones proceeded to give the drunk aggressor a superhero beatdown. <laughs> he beat the fucking shit out of this guy. Unfortunately, the victory was short-lived as the public support for Jones swiftly evaporated. They basically claimed he was just going around beating up drunk people. Yeah. The proper descent into the eventual downfall would take a foothold at the tail end of their golden era in 2013. First. A dispute over a helmet 
between El Caballero and Phoenix prompted El Cab to leave the Rain City superhero movement. Then, shortly after Phoenix lost his right-hand man, a shocking post presented by none other than Purple Rain. She, too, was not only leaving the superhero group, but was leaving their relationship as well. Oh, super divorce. Super divorce. Super shitty. Little more is known about the situation, as Purple Rain is requested to keep her personal life private, a request that her and Phoenix's fans have largely respected. With the loss of the two highest and longest-running members in the Rain City superhero movement, others soon became, began departing as well. With each one, they decided not just to leave, but to also air all of their grievances about Jones. The departing members used social media posts and interviews to try and expose the troublesome ways of Phoenix Jones. They claimed that Jones had required all of them to adorn bulletproof vests when patrolling, uh, when patrolling and explained that he had to deal with the manufacturer for a discount. The members gave Phoenix the money, but no vests were ever produced. Similarly, Phoenix collected money for all the members to offer group health insurance. Jones, unsurprisingly, was never able to provide proof of said insurance. Jones then started acting very erratically, according to the ex-RCSM members. It can be seen in his interviews that he was doubling down in his claims of confrontation on his patrols, despite the many superhero critics of his. Jones would go on to dismantle the superhero collective in 2014. El Caballero and other members went on to form a similar group called Echo, but never reached the success that Jones had achieved. What's, what's Echo stand for? I don't know. Let's try and figure it out. Every caballero has... A rose. A rose. <laughs> Just like every night has its superhero that beats up drunk people. Oh, in my research of superheroes, of real-life superheroes... I came across the world's first, like, real-life superhero. It was a man. Of course. A portly man. Portly. Who, in his early 20s, invented corrugated fiberglass and became a millionaire. With all of this new game money, he was like, I want to help out the community and my world. So he was like, I'll be a superhero. You can call me Captain Sticky. His name's Captain Sticky? Captain Sticky. Ew. <laughs> it's just like this overweight dude walking around in a big satin superhero suit. Really, really unfortunate. I'm Sticky. Captain Sticky. Definitely not as strong as Phoenix Jones. Oh, no. Phoenix Jones badass. But apparently, maybe not an all-around good guy. Unfortunately maybe not. skimming off the top, like his hair. Throughout these later years, Jones went back into the MMA fighting world, now fighting under the name Phoenix Jones. Of course. Uh, I mean, is it not obvious that the move was the WWE? <laughs> you already have the costume, you have the name. Like, come on, man. Uh, yeah, so he got back into the professional world for a little bit, um, got into a big rivalry with his brother, 
that people milked the shit out of Ooh. and they they ran the like you know superhero civil war kind of shtick uh he any wins he would have he would you know come out back in his mask oh as phoenix jones um but slowly more and more the regular posts started going down there are some like PSAs that he posted. Their the their ice bucket challenge that he did really? is still up, which is like a throwback. Is he in the mask? No, no, he was Good. just Ben Fodor. That'd be like a, that. That'd be cheating. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're not wet. You're yeah. in a mask. And soon, Jones had no presence in the public. Uh, in 2019, he hadn't posted to his YouTube channel in about three years, and sadly. Jones would reappear in the headlines in 2020 and provide an explanation for his disappearance. Jones had been arrested for selling MDMA by an undercover police officer. Oh, no. He was also arrested with an associate who was carrying four grams of cocaine on their person. And with that, Jones would become the thing that he swore to protect the city from. Yeah, you got arrested for selling drugs. And apparently everybody was like, Oh yeah, this this was always his side hustle. Oh my god, he had to make ends meet, man. That'd be smart. I mean, yeah, get it. He essentially spent twenty thousand dollars on suits. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, where's that money coming from? But, I, yeah, Molly. I pick up on that. Yeah, helping out little like kids and shit. <laughs> yeah. God, this guy was a drug dealer who's taking out the competition the whole time. The whole time. Fucking a Phoenix show. I like him even more now. Yeah. Kinda. Damn. That's ballsy. That's Phoenix Jones. But wait! As of May 1st, he's back on patrol. What? The live streams are back up, and he's he's using ways to track down car accidents. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so he uh, he's back at it again. 20, uh, 2021, May 1st, he started up patrols again. Uh, kind of solo. Uh, it seems mostly that it's just him with the strapped up GoPro camera. I do, despite despite him selling drugs, I do think he like believes in protecting the city and like doing good. Man, there was a fucking incident I read about. It was 2015 when he was patrolling. He came across three dudes beating the shit out of one guy. One dude was pistol whipping this dude. He ran straight on, headfirst into this fucking interaction, knocked the gun away, and held off the three guys until the fucking cops came and arrested all three dudes. Damn. Yeah. I would say he is the closest to a fucking real-life superhero that I have ever seen. Yeah. Definitely. Guy's pretty cool. He's pretty fucking cool. I'm going to watch his streams. You should watch his streams. Yeah, definitely should watch his streams. Uh, I know he was featured on that show Comic Book Men. Oh, really? Yeah, he was featured on Comic Book Men. He did a lot of interviews over the times and stuff like that, all as Phoenix Jones. I think he generally does want to help the city and stuff like that. And his claims, he doesn't have like a superhero fantasy. He always talks about in his early interviews that... The superhero suit is so people can easily tell that, like, he's not cops right away. Like, he's not an undercover police person, and he's not just, like, a hoodlum. It's, like, to just set him apart f- quick for people. Yeah. Um, and people loved him in the city for a long time. You know, they would stop him for photos and stuff like that. 
he did have an unfortunate stumble. He commissioned a comic book series based around his patrols and stuff like that. Well, they did an issue on the Nicole Westbrook shooting, and it was not too tasteful. <laughs> so that was a little unfortunate, but I, man, he did he did do a lot of good. Uh, in some of the later years of his uh, Rain City superhero movement, they did also end up doing like food for the homeless and stuff like that. Although he was like very adamant that the people that did that weren't superheroes, they did end up doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, sometimes you need a good superhero. Yeah. You know what town could have used a good superhero? What town could use a good superhero? Cape May. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they had that issue with the Cape May Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Back in uh, what year? 1983? No, I think it was, no, it was sooner than that. Huh. The winter of 85? No, no, no. It was warmer. Warmer. Before that. Hmm. You're not talking about the summer of 84. That's it. <laughs> Mackie, the Cape May Slayer. Uh, they could have used the superhero. Yeah, those kids were kind of—they were kind of doing what uh, Phoenix Jones would do, but in less, uh, less superhero-y. They were like V three. They were kind of like V three, oh and that God. they were just reading about all the crimes that happened. Yeah, that wow, we were we were close to that at one point. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That almost guy was my there. Listen, I I know where that was. I'm not gonna do anything about it. We should bring back V3. I'm down. That's what I got from this. Yeah. You got to bring back V3. Yeah. What did V3 stand for? I don't... I honestly don't Vigilance. Remember. It was like Vigilante Virtue. 3, I think, honestly. <laughs> Vigilante 3? I think, honestly, like... Oh, like the Vigilante 3? Like, v, like, like there were three of us? Vigilante, Vigilante 3. three. I don't know. I watched the movie Wanted, and I would walk... I had, like, an airsoft pistol. We walked around, and I was... Tending to curve the airsoft. Wanted? Wanted is the movie that pushed you into yeah. being a vigilante? Yeah. Of all the movies, Wanted. Yeah. Boring, I get it. stupid guy gets Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After watching Wanted, instead, I didn't, I didn't want to become a vigilante. I wanted to uh, sit in a candle wax bath. Yeah, that did look really cool. It looked really... Or, I just wanted uh, to break out. That seems so satisfying. Just oh, yeah. Or tie little... Uh, bombs to rats. I'm sure there are fucking a ton of kids that strapped like fireworks to rats after uh, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> if kids throw rocks at animals after playing Pokemon, they definitely strap fireworks to rats after watching Wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's the superhero Seattle, man. He's a fucking badass. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. And he's a pretty decent fighter. He's got a pretty good win record. People kept claiming that he was fully undefeated in his first stint, but that was not what I found. I found that he was the majority of wins and then I think one tie and one loss by decision. Yeah. Never a knockout, I guess. That's always good. Yeah. Tough chin. Uh, tough hair. Tough hair. <laughs> That's it. You deflected them with the flat top. That's our Seattle superhero. Another weird character on the online world. Oh, yeah. Another, I can't wait to check him out. And another deep dive 
into the weird wide web. Thanks for joining me, Niall. Thank you for this um I don't want to say super, <laughs> but it's like this the only super fucking episode. Thanks for this super duper time. <laughs> if you have an interesting character, weird conspiracy, strange cult, or just a mysterious corner of the web, you can reach out to us at Weird Wide Web Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram on weirdwideweb.pod or follow us on Twitter at weirdwidewebpod. And as always, thank you. And enjoy the net. <laughs>